We're a couple weeks removed from the 2023 NFL Draft, and on this week's episode, we break down teams in the AFC and hand out draft grades on the Fired Up NFL Draft Podcast. You're listening to the Fired Up Podcast Network. Let's get fired up. And I'm Brian Lamb from NFL Draft Lounge, joined as always by Sean Balzer. What's up, Sean? What's up, Brian? Let's uh, Ready? talk some draft grades. Let's do it. Uh, so we're going to go through teams in the 16 teams, uh, alphabetical order. Uh, I've already done draft grades on NFL Draft Lounge, so that's what we're going off of. Um, so it should be a fun show. Starting up, we're going to Baltimore with the Ravens. I gave them a C grade. Um, just kind of overlooked the guys that they got. I'm not going to go through all these picks, uh, but they got Zay Flowers, wide receiver out of Boston College in the first round. Trenton Simpson, uh, Caillou Blue Kelly, cornerback out of Stanford in the fifth round. And then a player that I really like, uh, Andrew Voorhees, uh, interior offensive lineman uh, out of USC in the seventh round. He's the one that got hurt at the combine, uh, tore his ACL, so he's going to miss the season. Um, but, you know, I, I gave them a draft grade of C. For me, just looking at Voorhees is just tremendous value. Obviously, this season is going to be a, a redshirt year, but the the upside is just tremendous and, and should be a, a day one starter once he's healthy going through and and looking at the top of the class, Zay flowers. I didn't think that he was going to make it into the first round. Obviously he does here. Gives Lamar Jackson a a weapon or two. Um, Just to, you know, I I think kind of boosts up that offense a little bit. Yeah. I'll I'll say for, for this grade and for most of your grades, I will say I actually (laughs) agree pretty, pretty closely. I, I went through your, grades before uh this podcast to try to look for some that uh we heavily disagree on it and there are a couple but for the most part uh we're we're, we're right in lockstep so uh, i'm with you here on the ravens uh, i like to note um significant trades that were made including draft picks so i, I do think you uh, factor in here that they they did uh, get roquan smith um on top of that, I mean, I, I like Zay Flowers. Um, I was kind of excited to see him go somewhere where he could be the main pass catching option or, or maybe the number two, and, and that's not the case here. So I found the the fit to be a little weird, but um, hey, they, they're, they're certainly making Lamar happy with with all of these weapons. Um, so that'll be that'll be that'll be fun to watch, uh, really, with the the new Ravens offense, what that's going to look like this year, but. Uh, overall, uh, agree with you. Like, like the value with Voorhees, the Trenton Simpson there. I mean, the, the Ravens love them some linebackers. Um, nothing against Simpson, especially uh, at at the eighty sixth pick, but uh, it seems seems a little excessive with uh, yeah, with, with what they've got at, at linebacker with Roquan and uh, Patrick Queen, who I believe today there was talk of them wanting to extend him. There's you know there's been trade rumors about him. We'll you know we'll see, but. I'm I'm pretty much here with you. Maybe maybe slightly higher than a C, but uh, I'm I'm right there with you. Yeah, just for me, uh, going back to Zay Flowers quickly. You go back and look at their roster. You have Tylen Wallace and Andy Isabella, both slot receivers, uh, behind him in depth. I just thought it was a crowded room. Uh, I didn't necessarily understand that pick, but 
yeah, I mean, with with Odell and uh, Bateman, you know, I'm a big Bateman fan. We'll we'll see if he's able to to come off the uh, the foot injury, and then obviously, not only do you have Mark Andrews, but uh, sophomore uh, Isaiah Likely at tight end as a pass catcher as well. It's a it's a great pass catching core, especially uh, when you factor in these tight ends. So. I, I would not call it a need, but it it, it definitely makes this uh, a much more fearsome uh, passing offense. Next up, we have the Buffalo Bills. I gave them a draft grade of B minus. Going to look at some of these players that they've got in the first round, they grabbed Dalton Kincaid, the tight end out of Utah. Second round, they went to Osiris Torrance, in interior offensive lineman from Florida. Further down the board, you have Dorian Williams, linebacker Tulane. Justin Shorter, wide receiver from Florida. Uh, Nick Broker, offensive tackle from Ole Miss. And Alex Austin, cornerback out of Oregon State. The the big one to me is just Dalton Kincaid. You have Dawson Knox on the roster. Just doesn't make a lot of sense to me to, to grab, grab another tight end. But then again, you look at that draft and how the board played out. Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison were both off the board. At that point, I probably would have addressed another need and come come back to tight end or, uh, you know, some some other position. Uh, so that one just didn't make a lot of sense to me. But looking at the players that they grabbed, I think you make an argument that they got a ton of value out of uh, a lot of players that they drafted. Yeah, we we've discussed the Dalton Kincaid pick uh, previously. I, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of Dalton Kincaid. I, I again, I think that they view him more as a slot a big slot receiver um somebody that they can you know um, flex off the line still keep dawson knox in the game and then they've got their options there obviously they've got stefan diggs uh gabe davis i think uh you know they've got high hopes for what will now be sophomore uh, khalil shakir as a potential slot receiver but they've got clearly what should be a better option here in dalton kincaid and then you know down the line if uh you know, Kincaid's able to develop and, and play more in line than and Shakir is able to develop and be the slot wide wide receiver that they're hoping, then you've got all those guys on, on the field. And it's uh I, I like that move for them. Big Dalton Kincaid can Kincaid fan, obviously uh the best pass catching tight end in my view. Uh Osiris Torrance is definitely somebody, you know, considered to be a potential first rounder to be able to you know, he's a plug and play guard for them to be able to get him, you know, late second. I think that's great. We, we've talked about Dorian Williams before. I think that's good value there in the third. Uh, Justin Shorter, I mean, is more of like a flyer to me in the in the fifth round uh, wide receiver with kind of disappointing production for for his size. Um, but nothing wrong with uh, with taking a shot there. You know, you have a twenty fifth. The, the big thing that stands out for me is that they're just a starter. I don't see a day roster. Um, I don't think Doug's going to start. I don't know if Aris Torrance is going to start. I don't know if Justin Shorter is going to start. I don't know if Dorian Williams is going to start. So I love the value. I just have questions about you know how that, how that roster is going to play out. It sounds like I'm slightly higher than you here. Uh, I, I was thinking you know BB minus. Maybe you're maybe you're a little bit lower there. I, I think the Kincaid, and again, we talked about this, but I think the Kincaid thing comes down to they 
everybody thought Dallas was going to take him, whether they're right or wrong. They, they jumped up for him to take him in front of Dallas. And that's after those four wide receivers went one, two, three, four off the board. So I, I think that definitely messed with some plans, especially late in the draft when, you know, pick 19, all four wide receivers were sitting there. Yeah. Moving on to the big, I gave them a draft rate of B. Uh, and the guys that they've grabbed first, Murphy, that had a Turner, cornerback out of Michigan, Jordan Battle, safety, uh, wide receiver out of Purdue, Chase running back out of Illinois in the fifth round, uh, Andre Yosevich, wide receiver out of Princeton in the sixth round. Um, you go through and, and look at it, and you have Jonah Williams, who's requested a trade. They haven't addressed you know, that, that second offensive tackle position. Instead, they go defense with the first three picks, uh, obviously kind of a, a, attacking the, the Chiefs in that division and, and going uh, for the Super Bowl. Um, again, I guess similar to the, the Bills, love the players that they got, really love Chase Brown in the fifth round. Uh, I just have questions about, you know, I guess their, their strategy here in, in the uh, 2023 NFL draft. Yeah. I mean, they are a team that historically will sit back and let the board come to them. And I think that that's really what they did here. And, you know, I would imagine that they did not go into this draft planning to take three defensive players with their first three picks. Um, I know most fans thought uh, offensive tackle, you know, pending a potential Jonah Williams trade, which, I think this signals that they they don't want to trade him. Um, we'll we'll see if they're able to uh, to smooth things out there and and, and hang on to him. Um, I know a lot of fans are thinking maybe running back a little higher, um, maybe tight end. Uh, obviously, you know, sitting here at twenty eight, they had their their pick of the the next tight ends after um, Dalton Kincaid. So I was a little surprised to see them pass there, but Miles Murphy, I, I don't think they or, or most people expected him to be available here. I mean, I, I definitely didn't. Uh, I thought higher of him than, you know, the the Will McDonald's and, and the Lucas Van Ness's. So uh, I I don't uh, fault him at all for for sitting and, and taking Miles Murphy. I would have liked to have seen them address you know the offense a, a little bit. You know the it took until what the fourth pick to take a wide receiver. And while I think wide receiver depth needed to be addressed, you're still going into the season with Jamar Chase T Higgins and uh, uh, Tyler Boyd. So just, you know, I, I guess I'm here with you around a B. I, I think they got great value. Um, I like, I like the first uh, three picks. Uh, you know, I like Chase Brown. I like, uh, I, I don't like taking a punter in the sixth round, but, um, you it's better know, than the they, third round. It is, it is. And I, I think we're going to get to that. I think we're going to get to that. Now, going back to the wide receiver position, Leeds and Tyler Boyd are both last year's contract. So you had, you know, uh, address that need at some point. Had them doing it twenty-four, and they kind of do it here with the late round, uh, on, well, day three picks, uh, with Charlie Jones and uh, Andre Yusevich. Um, Great. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> my guess is that they'll address that position, uh, really. Uh, 
in the 2024 NFL draft. Uh, moving on, we have the Cleveland Browns. Obviously, as a repercussion of that, Deshaun made not picking until the third round. Um, so they have two picks and then the third, and the rest of their picks were all day three. Picks. Uh, they grabbed Cedric Tillman, Tennessee, in the third. Waka Ika, defensive tackle, Dewan Jones, offensive tackle. Uh, grabbed DTR in the found. Um, and I gave them a grade of C. Uh, you know, it's tough to roster when you, you. I just thought that there was more value on that board of gone after. So at the picks, it's just uh, you know there's there's some value there for me. Yeah, I mean uh, the the Sean Watson trades the the big story here. They don't pick until pick seventy four. I, I do like Cedric Tillman. I, I I think that that's pretty decent value there at seventy four. Um, Dewan Jones. I mean, if you told me pre draft he was going to go in the fourth round at one eleven, that would have shocked me. Uh, Post draft, we heard some. Uh, some negative things about his uh, pre-draft interview process. And uh, I don't know if there was an injury concern or as well. Um, I know you're a big Dorian Thompson Robinson fan. Um, I think it's you know always great to, uh, to pick up a potential developmental quarterback there. Um, I'm with you. This is kind of right down the fairway C ish. Um, I think, you know, uh, it, it all hinges on how Deshaun Watson uh, performs over the next few years. Yeah, I love that TR pickup. Uh, you know, mid day three pick costing you a ton, and you get somebody that's at least on Watson uh, pocket and make plays, extend play, developmental prospect. Uh, probably the end of either uh, Josh Dobbs or Kellen Mond. Um, but love that kind of upside for uh, that pick. For Broncos, I think they got my worst grade. Uh, I gave them a D plus. Uh, second round, they got Marvin Mims Jr., wide receiver out of Oklahoma. Drew Sanders, linebacker backer out of Arkansas. Riley Moss, cornerback out of Iowa. JL Skinner, safety out of Boise State. And Alex Forsyth, interior offensive lineman out of Oregon. Um, I just don't see a ton of upside in any of these picks that they've grabbed, uh, for a, a team that performed poorly last year. I just don't see them on paper, uh, how they got better. Yeah. This is the first one where I feel strongly against your grade and and that's not in the positive direction. I think this is an absolute F it's a zero. It's an I it's terrible. Um, they don't pick until 63 and it's because of the Russell Wilson trade. I have to penalize him for that. Obviously that currently looks like a disaster. We'll see if Sean Payton can turn that around. Um, but their first pick uh, 63 picks in is a wide receiver. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, I'm sure they're disappointed in the performances of, of, of Cortland Sutton. Um, I, Jerry Judy struggled with injuries. He, you know, shown some flashes. Um, T 
Tim Patrick, obviously, tore his ACL. He'll be back this season. I think they've got high hopes for him. Uh, KJ Hamler um, struggled with injuries. Maybe, you know, maybe they're maybe they've given up on him. I, I don't know, but um, without at least a plan to trade one of these guys, you know, we've we've heard offseason rumors of potential trades with Sutton and Judy. Um, if they're going into the season with these guys, and your first pick was Marvin Mims, I just I don't get it. I, I don't understand at all. Um, you know, I, I don't get it. Ter- terrible, terrible use of resources there. And then in the third round, you go Drew Sanders, who this this is actually their best pick. I, I want to commend them for this. I, I had I think Drew Sanders is kind of right there with Jack Campbell as as best off ball linebackers in the draft, which highlights my hatred for the Lions' decision making. But to be able to get him here at sixty seven was good. But I mean, th- you're right. Like this team didn't get better. This team went into the draft. They had, I mean, they ended up selecting five players, and they just—I I don't see how they got better. Uh, Marvin Mims has got to turn into quite the producer behind three or four wide receivers. That I, I don't see him jumping in the in the short term. I I, uh, I I hate this draft. Well, and you have coming in to become head coach. You would think that they would have kind of gone out that he covets you know maybe not a tight end quarterback but uh you know at least that you can put out there and you know kind of spruce up your your offense and and extend the field and and push the field and that's not marvin mims so it's just a god it's just questionable moves across the board that's all they also they also traded up for Marvin Mims and they traded a pick. I think it was a pick swap. So not a big deal, but they traded for Adam Troutman part of their, part of their draft resources here. I just, I, I hate, I hate it. I hate it all. Yeah. Moving on. We have the Houston Texans. I gave them a B plus uh, on day one of the uh, NFL draft in the first round, pick second and they grabbed CJ Stroud quarterback out of Ohio state. Then up three for Will Anderson Jr., the edge out of Alabama. Came back on day two with Juice Scruggs, interior offensive lineman, and Tank Dell, one of the smallest wires I've ever seen. Uh, day three, um, I really they got some some great value out of Henry 2020, uh, Xavier Hudson, and Brandon Hill, the safety out of Pitt in the seventh round. Uh, why I gave them a, a B plus. I think B ish is fair. That B I can't go B plus just because I hate the I hate the trade and I'm not going to uh, to go too deep into that again. I, I, I hate burning next year's first round pick to move up to go for for Will Anderson. But I, I have to give Houston credit. They they took the quarterback they should take. They uh, you know they got a very um, talented defensive end. Um, I mean, I like Tank Dell a lot. He's, you, as you've, as you've said many times, he's he's quite tiny. So we'll see how he and all of these these little wide receivers perform this year or you know going forward. Uh, I do like the the value of uh, Toe Toe out of Alabama, um, Jared Patterson, Notre Dame. Um, good good picks. I mean, it's all about the the top two and. You know, again, Houston, I, I hope you're not sitting there, pick two, three, or four, and watching uh, your pick being used on Marvin Harrison Jr. next year. But other than that, um, you, you got some great talent. You got better as a team, no doubt about 
your best value here on the board is is Henry to a smart interior line. Um, believe he was calling the plays for the uh, Crimson Tide. That's correct. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's an Alabama linebacker himself, smart, and gets in the right position, makes plays because he's there all the time. I really think that's bottom and grab a linebacker in the fifth round and somebody that's that's going to play that strong. Uh, I love that move. Moving on to the Colts. I'm a draft grade of an A. Uh, just a ton of picks. Anthony Richardson at four. Julius Brents, cornerback out of Kansas State. In the second round, Josh Downs, wide receiver. Blake Freeland, offensive tackle. Addie Tomawa, Addie Edge out of Northwestern. In the fourth round, Darius Rush. Uh, Jalen Jones, cornerback. They quit. Uh, tight end, Evan whole running back i mean just a slew of players and it just felt like every single time they were on the clock it was value after value after value especially for ballard who i think is probably the hottest gm on the seat right um and and has to really kind of hit a home run this year i think to save his job and looking at this draft on paper i think that's safe to say that that's that, that he did that yeah since you set me up with the home run I'll, I'll go straight to the chris ballard quote which i think was the best or <laughs> or second best quote of the draft uh regarding the top three quarterbacks and you know who was their favorite he said quote why not take the one who could be a grand slam uh i thought that was other than jerry jones uh response to you know where did we have mozzie on the board of uh who gives a shit uh, that was the uh, that was the, the the two quotes of the draft, I guess, right there. Uh, and I agree, I agree, hundred percent. He they I love the video of Ballard sitting there, and the Texans trade up to three. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Texans trade or the the Cardinals traded the pick, and there's like that two to three seconds where Ballard's like, oh no, like just you see he's like so worried and devastated. And then it, it said they say that the Texans are now on the clock, and he's like we got our guy and he's, he's pumped up and I love it. So like, I uh, got to give him credit for not only getting their guy, but sitting there when, you know, a lot of people thought, Hey, maybe they should, they should jump up a spot. Um, you know, supposedly they were still into Will Levis and they could have taken him there at four. And maybe that's why they actually stayed there, but to, to not give up the capital to be able to sit at four, still get their guy. That's, that's a home run. So, I mean, for me to disagree with you here seems seems a little ridiculous, but this is an absolute A plus for me. I, I love their draft. Uh, Twelve players, uh, all all athletes like you know like the Colts do it. They they're big, uh, you know, relative athletic score, however you want to measure it. These are all all great athletes, including their very last pick, Jake Witt. You and I talked about him a few months ago, or, or I think right around the combine because he crushed the combine. It's like wait wait a second, who is this guy? And uh, there he goes in the seventh round. Um, I don't know who else to point out. Josh Downs. I love, love that value there at 79. Another small guy. Again, we'll see how these small guys do, but I, I love him there at 79. And then uh, I, I didn't hear any, anything negative on him. And uh, excuse me as I butcher this name, but at Aditamwa Adibare, uh, for him to go at 110 was kind of a shocker to me. I mean, he, he got some first round buzz. I, I never really, 
uh, expected that to happen, but for him to end up in the fourth round at 110 was kind of a shocker to me, and, and I'm sure they're thrilled with that value. Uh, big Julius Brents fan as well, another another corner in the top 50 or so. I mean, there were so many of those guys up there. So um, again, this is this is my favorite AFC draft. Um, a A plus for me. Yeah, I had uh, Adibare. I think in the second round. So, like you said, the fact that he did fall down that board was surprising. But, um, you know, hats off to the the Colts for moving up there to get him. Uh, moving on to the Jaguars, I gave him a C plus. Um, again, ton of players. First round, Anton Harrison, offensive tackle out of Oklahoma. Brenton Strange, tight end out of Penn State. Tank Bigsby, Ventrell Miller, um, Antonio Johnson, Parker Washington. Uh, but I gave him a C plus because I just don't see where they got better. I think every time that they went up on the clock, uh, there were better players available than the players that they chose. So... Um, you know, for a team that was kind of close but but didn't get there uh, last year in the playoffs, I thought that they would kind of try to to go after a, a player that would make their offense better and and more pro and more explosive and and some help for uh, Trevor Lawrence and instead, so um, you know, just a a move that. I'm kind of scratching my head on. I don't really understand it. You know, you have Cam Robinson there. You have Walker Little there. What is Robinson doing? So, yeah, I'm I'm with you here. I didn't really feel like they got better, and and we we heard that Cam Robinson was going to get suspended a few hours or, or early morning of the draft. So that was that was news to us, and and I think that's the reason for the Anton Harrison pick. I mean, I think Anton Harrison at, at pick 27 is, is a, a good selection. I think that that makes sense. It's always best to solidify the O-line if you have a question mark. But did they get any better? I mean, you had – Cam Robinson does come back eventually, and and then and, and then what? Um, do, you know, you flip him to the other side, I guess, uh, potentially. I, I hate the, the Tank Bigsby pick in the third round. It's no surprise – um, what's his name? Balky. Is that who we're talking about here? He's taken a, he's taken a, he's taken a running back in something like 15 straight drafts. I think, uh, don't quote me on that, but something ridiculous in his last, the 15 that he's been a part of, he's, he's taken a running back at some point. Um, I, I don't have any issue with them pairing somebody with uh Travis Etienne. I just, in the third round and, and I'm not anti Bigsby or anything, but in the third round, you know, there were, there were better players that made the team better on the board. Um, you know, they, they came out of this with 13 players. Um, I like uh, Parker Washington in the sixth round. That's, that's probably my favorite pick of theirs, but ultimately I agree, uh, agree with your grade. And I agree that they, they didn't really get better. You know, they, they stabilized the line while Robinson suspended, but do we, do we expect this team to, take a step forward, it's going to be because, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence takes a step forward and, and Calvin Ridley is added to the show here. So, you know, that is a disappointing one for me. Yeah. Moving on to the chiefs. Uh, obviously won the super bowl. 
Uh, first round, they get Felix and DK Uzoma. That is a state. Second round, they come back to Rasheed Rice, wide receiver out of SMU. Uh, Wanya Morris, offensive tackle out of Oklahoma. Uh, Keandre Coburn, defensive lineman out of Texas in the sixth round. So I gave them a um, for a team that doesn't have a lot of holes, it's it's tough to get better, especially when you're picking at the end of the round. But I just thought there were some better moves that could be made. I uh, thought maybe they get some more draft capital, uh, and and they did. I think they came in with with way more picks than, than what they had. Uh, I just thought that they they could have done maybe a better job of navigating that draft board. Yeah, I'm uh, slightly higher on on the draft here than you are. Um, Chiefs always uh, prioritize uh, measurables, and that really stands out here, especially with Rasheed Rice. Um, I you know, like the the pick of Henu DK Uzoma uh, pairing him with Karloftis. Not only does that give them a potentially fearsome pass rush, but uh, protects them from if uh, you know, Frank Clark leaves, which I, I believe he's a, currently a free agent. So um, Rasheed Rice is an interesting pick. I, I didn't see him going that high pre-draft. Post-draft, there's a lot of talk about, you know, size, production, athleticism. I mean, if you were to pick which wide receiver was the best size, production, athleticism, all in one, you could say Rasheed Rice, um, bigger guy. That gives them a bigger option there, potentially on the outside that they don't really have currently um so i mean i i think it's a it's a decent draft like a little better than yours i think wanya morris is a, is a great pick really at 92 um yeah yeah i mean you know for me if if, if you're going to address the wide receiver position uh and and you're doing so from the 55th overall pick you, you don't have a lot of options on that board, right? Uh, I think, uh, like, Hyatt was still available, but I can understand why you'd pass on him. He's got speed, but what else does he have? Um, but, you know, you're the Chiefs. You have draft capital. You could have moved up to get your guy, and they didn't. They stayed there, and uh, I think, you know, it's it's a, not a great pick for me there. Uh, with should, pr- should probably should probably mention that Kadarius Tony should be considered uh, part of this draft, and uh, you know he provided a little bit of spark here and there. We'll we'll see if he's able to be you know more of a, a consistent producer next year. I think that they're hoping for and somewhat counting on that. But if he's unable to, then you know they'll turn more to uh, Rasheed Rice and uh, last year's second round pick Sky Moore. Yeah. Moving to the Chargers. First round, uh, went with Quentin Johnston, wide receiver out of TCU. Uh, came back on day two for Tuli Tuapuloto, defensive lineman out of Southern California. Dayon Henley, linebacker out of Washington State. Uh, Darius Davis, wide receiver out of TCU. Um, and then in the seventh round, they go after Max Duggan, quarterback out of TCU. Uh, three players from TCU there. Um <laughs> And some some depth there with Jordan McFadden, interior offensive lineman out of Clemson in the fifth round, and Scott Matlock, D 
defensive lineman out of Boise State in the sixth round. So I gave them a B. Um, Love Quentin Johnson here. He was my top wide receiver coming into the draft. I uh, think he's a perfect fit there uh, for Justin Herbert. Love love what they did there. Um, think that he he lines up well opposite Mike Williams. Um, you know, I, I love what they did. Um, you know, which is why I gave him a B. Uh, I mean, I, I can, I can criticize it and I can pick it and, and better things to do, but, uh, you know, for a team that was picking 21st in the, in the draft, uh, honestly, you got to get better on both sides of the ball. And I felt like there was a good balance there, uh, of, of addressing both sides and, and finding players that, that fit what they wanted to do. So t- Tom Telesco is another one of these GMs that likes to just sit and pick. I don't don't think we see very many trades out of him up or down in the, in the draft. Um, Quentin Johnston. I mean, I, I, ca- I want to commend the chargers for taking a wide receiver. I think whether, whether it was wide receiver or tight end that they needed, they needed help um, that that offense was, was really unable to push the ball down the field. And if, if they think that Quentin Johnston can help them do that better than, than hats off to them, I would have preferred personally for them to go with Jordan Addison here. I thought he was a better fit. Um, better to help them push that downfield passing game. And you've got two older wide receivers that, you know, time's time's ticking here. So I'm glad they didn't uh, just count on them and, uh, and move forward there. But um, other than that, I mean, I, I agree with most of what you said there. Um, I like the, the seventh round stab at, at Max Duggan, uh, especially being able to throw to his, his guy from college and, uh, you know, Tui Belotu in the second round is, uh, I like that pick as well. You can pronounce that one better than I can. Way to show off. <laughs> uh, Las Vegas Raiders are up next uh, with the seventh overall pick. They grabbed Tyree Wilson, edge out of Texas Tech. I thought he's a, actually kind of a better player than Will Anderson Jr. Um, second round, they came back for Michael Mayer, tight end out of Notre Dame. Uh, Byron Young, defensive lineman out of Alabama. Trey Tucker, wide receiver, Cincinnati. Jacorian Bennett, cornerback out of Maryland. Aiden O'Connell, quarterback out of Purdue. Uh, I think there's a lot of upside there. Uh, he was at the uh, Shrine game and uh, really put on a performance there. Um, and, and I think that some people kind of expected maybe he would he would come off the board a little earlier than he did. Um, I love Tyree Wilson there. Kind of take some pressure off of Max Crosby. Uh, kind of let him you know, do, do different things there. Um, a backup for Jimmy Garoppolo uh, and some weapons for Garoppolo and Michael Mayer and Trey Tucker. So really love what they did overall. Um, and I think they kind of just knocked out, you know, rounds one through four. Um, probably slightly lower, but I, I mostly agree with you. Um, I mean, I, I like the Tyree Wilson pick. How can you not? Um, I think pairing him with uh, Max Crosby is great. Uh, Michael Mayer in the second round. I, I still don't understand that one. Um, as I understand like how he got to 35, uh, as much as I liked Dalton Kincaid, um, Michael Mayer's you know, right there with him. I thought Kincaid was a better pass catcher, but he, he, he's still right there with him. For, so for him to go uh, roughly 10 picks later, really surprised me. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, let's, we talk about teams that didn't get, get better. The, the Raiders absolutely got better here. They improved their pass rush. They improved, you know, pass catching option there um, with Mayer. Uh, I thought I was a little surprised to see O'Connell go off that high personally. Um, that was kind of part of a, a quarterback run. Um, you know, I don't, don't fault him for doing it in the fourth round though. Um, but yeah, overall, yeah, maybe a B for me. Yeah. I mean, it certainly got better. Uh, they'll still win four games, but they got better. <laughs> uh, uh, Miami Dolphins are up next. They only had four picks. Uh, second round. Cam Smith, cornerback out of South Carolina, third round. Uh, Devon Achan, running back out of Texas A&M. Elijah Higgins, wide receiver out of Stanford. And Ryan Hayes, offensive tackle out of Michigan. I gave them a C+. Uh, tough to get back picks, especially when you don't have a first-rounder. Uh, really liked Cam Smith and uh, Devon Achan. But... Uh, you know, I, I think that they have other holes and I think that they have other needs. Is is running back, you know, uh, you know, what a, a third, uh, a running back that's going to be third on your depth chart. Is that, is that getting better? Uh, you know, um, a satellite uh, running back too. Yeah. I mean, a cornerback that's not starting is, is that getting better? Um, you know, I mean, they you know, they fell short uh, last year. Um, you know, obviously, you hope that that Tuatago Vailoa can remain healthy. Uh, I didn't mispronounce that, by the way. Uh, uh, you know, so uh, you know, you, you give them some weapons, and you you hope that that team can get better. But um, I just felt like they could have done a, a better job overall. Yeah, I think the Dolphins were like sneaky good last year, and people didn't realize it because of Tua's injuries. Um, like I said before, I mean, they, they, they barely lost to the bills in the playoffs, um, with third string quarterback, Skylar Thompson, that that could have gone very differently. Um, I like Cam Smith in a second, but I'm with you on Devon A. Chain. I, I don't understand it. Um, I mean, I do understand it. Mike, Mike McDaniel wants to have the fastest human beings on the planet at every skill position. And that's how he's going to win. Uh, I like Mike McDaniel, but I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think that was anywhere near one of your biggest needs. Uh, I, I did expect them to address running back at, at some point. So, I mean, there it is, but it was, you know, one of four picks. Um, not a fan of that at all. Uh, Bradley Chubb is part of this. You know, they, they traded their, they traded one of their ones for him and then lost the other one um, in the Tom Brady stuff. Uh, I think they also traded for Jalen Ramsey with one of these picks. So I give him a little bit more, more credit here, maybe, maybe a solid C, but um, I'm with you when you come out of this with four picks and one of them's a, a running back. That's a, you know, he's a speed guy, but he's, I'd call him a satellite back. I, I don't, I don't love it. I do like Cam Smith though. Yeah. Moving on to the Patriots uh, gave them a B whole list of players that they've grabbed. Uh, in uh, round one, they moved back for Christian Gonzalez. Round uh, on day two, he grabbed Keon White, Marte Mapu, uh, and then on day three, Andrews interior offense lineman out of Troy. They grabbed Chad Ryland, a kicker out of Maryland. Uh, Kayshawn Butte, wide receiver out of LSU. Uh, Demario Douglas, wide receiver out of Liberty. Uh, 
and the only HBCU player in uh, Isaiah Bolden, cornerback out of Jacksonville, in the seventh round. Um, it's always tough to kind of try to predict what New England does because they, they go and grab guys that you've never heard of and you never watched. Um, and, and maybe guys that aren't necessarily ranked high on, on you know, the, the media's board, um, but is on their board. So, uh, you know, I, I think that you can look at it and see where they wanted to go and where they wanted to get better. Um, and overall, I mean, I, I think that that's, that's what they, they accomplish here. Once I realized they took a kicker and a punter in a draft, I, I wanted to crush this draft so bad. Uh, unfortunately, I, I, I can't because I like so much of the other uh, of the other picks. I think Christian Gonzalez at 17 was a was a steal. I think Keon White at 46 was a steal. Um, uh, Keishon Boutte, uh, I, I love taking a shot at him there in the sixth round. I mean, that's a guy, you know, we're going to talk about 2024 prospects soon. If, if we we're sitting here talking about, you know, a year ago, talking about the 2023 prospects as potential first rounders, uh, his name would have came up. Obviously he was a little disappointing from a production standpoint and testing and, and everything else and uh, reportedly interviews as well. So uh, I understand why he fell, but I, I like the, the taking the shot there. Um, I'd be lying if I said I didn't like Bryce Berenger, uh, but to, to take, to, to, to use a draft pick on a punter and a kicker, um, I hate, I hate it. <laughs> I absolutely hate that. Um, but I, again, as much as I'd like to, to tear this apart, I, I do like the rest of their hall here, especially, uh, Gonzalez and white. I think there's a fight going on in my, the hallway of my apartment complex. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Uh, moving on. We have the jets. I gave them that, a C minus. Is that fight over the uh, nudist? It might be, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about this before before we went on air. I have a nudist neighbor. Uh, it was raining out yesterday, and she was just standing outside. A little odd, um, uh, I guess. New York Jets. Uh, <laughs> uh, Fifteenth <laughs> uh, pick, they go with Will McDonald, edge out of Iowa State. Thank you for that. Uh, Joe Titman, interior offensive lineman out of Wisconsin. Uh, Carter Warren, offensive tackle out of Pitt. Israel. Abanacanda. Thank you. Out of Pitt. Uh, Zaire Barnes, linebacker out of Western Michigan. I'm still laughing about the neighbor. Uh, <laughs> you know, you bring in an older quarterback, you got to protect them. Obviously, they did that with, with their uh, second round, their fourth round pick. And Tittman and Warren, both offensive linemen, uh, they get a running back. But, I mean, where else did you get better? Obviously, you bring in some old Packer wide receivers. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, for one, I think it's just going to fail. I, I don't I don't think they're uh, going to be very good next year. But, uh, oh, hot take. Well, I don't know if it is, uh, but I just don't see where as a, a team they got better and as a, a franchise they got better. Um, I, I just don't see a lot of these guys uh, maybe lasting very long on their roster. Yeah, I, I didn't write this down as one of my big disagreements, but I, I guess I factor in there in Rogers trade and 
at the end of the day, they, they got a star quarterback that can potentially win them a Super Bowl. So I'd go I'd go a lot higher here. I, I've already discussed the Will McDonald pick. To me, uh, I was shocked to see him go that high. He, he definitely has pass rush skills. He definitely has the production. I, I, I get that. Um, we'll see if they can help develop him in the, in the run game, uh, or if they're going to have to take him on the, take him off the field for that. Um, you know, Tipman and, and, uh, Carter Warren, that's gonna, it's gonna help protect Rogers, uh, protect the depth, uh, Abana Kanda, Izzy and Abana Kanda. Um, I, I like the, I like the player. Um, I didn't necessarily, I didn't see the need, you know, we're, we're talking fifth round here, so I don't want to crush it too much, but you know, you got Brees Hall coming back off the ACL, obviously, you know, We'll, we'll, we'll see where he's at. Everybody expects him to be ready to go week one, but the rest of that running back room pr- produced when called upon. So I'm, I'm a little, little surprised to see them, you know, take a, take a running back there. Uh, big Zach Koontz fan, you know, another high uh, relative athletic score guy. I think he was right around a 10. So um, like that there, but when, when you wait the, uh, the fact that they acquired Aaron Rodgers here, uh, I'd be quite a bit higher. Yeah. Koontz is currently listed as the fourth tight end on the roster on uh, our lads. Uh, <laughs> well, he, he went to 20. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the Steelers. I gave them a C plus uh, in that first round. They moved up for Broderick Jones, offensive tackle out of Georgia. Uh, had that first pick in the second round uh, that I know that they were looking to trade out of. Instead, they kept that pick and went Joey Porter Jr. Back out of Penn State. Keanu Benton. Defensive lineman out of Wisconsin, Darnell Washington, tight end out of Georgia. Um, those were just their four uh, first four picks. Uh, Lowly there. Um, you know, I I gave it a C plus. I, you know, looking at it, maybe it, it moves up into the B range. But uh, you know, I I I maybe would have taken whatever was being offered for that uh, 32nd overall pick and, and move down and, and grab some capital, especially for a team that was uh, great. Last year. Yeah, this is, this is definitely our biggest disagreement. And uh, I like to see you start swinging my, my way as you start going through this, this is definitely an A for me. This is my second favorite uh, AFC draft after the Colts. Um, just they're you know, able to move up and get their guy in Broderick Jones, who, reportedly the the jets were interested in so they're able to, to jump them and get their day one i think uh starter at, at left tackle and then still get joey porter who certainly is that was a I'm, sh- I'm sure that was a fan favorite pick so to not reach for him at 17 and uh still get their 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 left tackle and get the corner that they i mean they needed like a lot of people have been talking about whether or not they actually needed help at corner they they 100 do um they just you know, they're able to get the one that, that the fans really wanted. <clears throat> Not only that, but he'll be able to learn from Patrick Peterson. And, and I think that has some value. Um, and I think that the, the Steelers value that kind of thing. Uh, Keanu Benton. I mean, I think he could be a three or a five tech for them. Another guy that was a potential first round pick um, Darnell Washington, another guy that was a potential first round pick. Maybe that was a little overhyped. And then obviously we, we found out that there were some injury concerns, but bringing in the big left tackle, bringing in Darnell Washington, who I believe on his own Instagram profile uh, refers to himself as a sixth offensive tackle. I think that you know the Steelers are going to be able to do more of the smash mouth running style that 
that uh, their fans are accustomed to as they've been unable to do for several years because they've neglected that offensive line, but should be pretty solid, if not good at this point. And, uh, you know, a healthy Darnell Washington will help with that. Um, yeah, this is, this is an easy A for me. And finally, in the AFC, we have the Tennessee Titans. Uh, with that overall pick, they went Peter Skaronsky, uh offensive lineman out of Northwestern. Uh, I know some had him as a tackle. I think he's going to end up playing guard. Uh, second round, obviously, it took Will Levis, cornerback out of Kentucky. Third round, Ty J. Spears, running back out of Tulane. Uh, fifth round, Josh Wiley, tight end out of Cincinnati. Sixth round, Jalen Duncan, offensive tackle out of Maryland. And in the seventh round, Colton Dowell, wide receiver out of Tennessee Martin. Uh, I gave them a C. Um, you know, I, I love going after that offensive line. Uh, obviously, you're going to have a, a young quarterback starting there. I think I think this kind of signifies the end of Ryan Tannehill. Um, love the patience that they showed for, for Will Levis. Obviously, they kind of did the same thing with Malik Willis and kind of let the board fall where they – it, it did and then move up for the quarterback that they want. Um, really like Josh Wiley, the tight end out of Cincinnati, maybe a little bit of a stiff runner, but uh, liked his, his production and, and what he can offer in the, in the passing game. Um, but for me, that, that one move that I, I just have to crush is Ty J Spears running back out of Tulane. Loved what he did uh, at the senior bowl. I was there, watched it live. Um, really making people miss you know, constantly making plays. I, I really thought that he uh, elevated his draft stock, but then you you had the report come out about his knee that reportedly there's no ACL in one of his knees that he has arthritis. Um, and they're not sure if he's going to make it to his second contract. So to use a third round pick on a guy, that's probably not a long-term answer at that position uh, is a head scratcher. Uh, you know, to put it nicely. Yeah. It's a shame too. Cause I mean, he looked absolutely electric uh, at the, at the senior bowl. I mean, absolutely. You know, we thought raised his draft draft stock. He was a really exciting player. And then the knee stuff comes out and, you know, as we say, we'll, we'll see, but it doesn't seem like you can really expect him to, to make it to that second contract. Um, that's, that's a shame. Uh, I do give the Titans credit for, I mean, they, they pass on Levis and, and, and then maybe they just read it better than we did. They, they passed on him. Nobody, nobody takes him. And then they, they were reportedly desperately trying to trade up back into the, you know, back of back end of the first round. Uh, we talked about that before. I, I think the Eagles and chiefs just liked too much. What was still available to them to, uh, to move back. But um, you know, they, they got a guy who could be the guy. Uh, neither one of us are, are real high on Levis, but, Personally, I think taking him there at 33 with your need at quarterback is is a great decision. And then, you know, Skaronsky, uh, he was going to go in that range, whether it was them or, or somebody else. Um, I agree. He's got sub 33-inch arms. I think he, he's almost certainly going to be a guard. But they needed help at, off, at, on, the, on the offensive line, especially with uh, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Lewan leaving. Uh, you know, they signed Andre Dillard to supposedly help with that, but he wasn't necessarily great for the Eagles, even in, you know, limited duty. So we'll see, but they, you know, the, the offensive line got a little better here. Titans raised their long-term ceiling with a guy like Levis. You know, we'll see if he's able to, to actually pay it off for him. Yeah. The Eagles might have taken Will Levis if he played for Georgia. 
Uh, Eagles will take – any <laughs> any quarterback falls far enough, the Eagles will take him. Um, that's going to do it for uh, AFC Draft Grades. Um, I'm Brian Lamb. I write for NFLDraftLounge.com. That's where you can see all my stuff. And I'm on Twitter at Brian Lamb underscore ISN. I am also on Twitter. You can follow me at Sean Balzer. All right. Until uh, next time, uh, this has been the Fired Up NFL Draft Podcast. And don't forget to rate and review. And we'll see you next time. Take care.